Unlimited Influence Podcast, Episode 9. Are you ready to give your personal brand a boost and take your business to a whole new level? Go to theaccelerantgroup.com and download your free copy of the Brand Builder Formula. Welcome to the Unlimited Influence Podcast, where I chat to everyday people who've stepped up to inspire others to be the best they can be. Get ready as they inspire you to unleash your unlimited influence. Hey everyone, Samantha Riley here, and I'm super excited to be welcoming today's featured guest, Dave Thompson. Dave is a best-selling author and entrepreneur. He's a creator of the Inspirational Book Writers Retreats and the Spiritcast Network, a community of book writers on a mission to uplift the world with their words. Welcome, Dave. I'm so excited to have you here today. Oh, hey, the Sam Riley. Nah. Awesome. <laughs> the awesome Dave Thompson. Be- <laughs> I love that joke between us. I do, uh, and I think it's not just between us now. I think quite a lot of the world knows the joke. <laughs> Yes, and so they should. Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) Awesome to be here. Thank you for having me on your show. It's such a pleasure to have you. So that's a super brief intro, and I'd love you to pull back the curtain a little and give our listeners a sneak peek into who you are and what makes you tick. Oh, great question. Mm. Well, I was born in Papua New Guinea on a tropical island. So I love all things coconuts. (laughs) Um, we're starting with the really meaningful stuff, right? Absolutely. Look, I, my, my big thing in my life is I love getting to the truth, whether it be in business and, and finding the real true path for business success or whether it be in, in someone's life and really uncovering what's true for them. You know, that's what really makes me tick is getting to the truth. And, I, when I finished school, I thought that I could get to the truth. I actually studied and as a career to be a lawyer. I'm fully qualified as a lawyer. I thought I could get the truth that way. Uh, but then, you know, when I got into law, I found that it, um, the, the, you know, the, the legal system doesn't always provide justice as much as I would have liked. So, yeah, I guess in a summary, it's getting to the truth, whatever that may be, in whatever context that may be. That's what lights me up and I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty hungry for it. I find that super intriguing and, oh, wow, there's so many, my mind has already gone a million ways because what is the truth really? Because what is the truth in our perception can also be very different to someone else's truth. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that's, that's what I love about the truth is that every person has their own unique truth. And, you know, I know at least with the book writers uh, that come through our program, that's one of the things I love about it is because I'm there in front of me and I'm like, you're a unique human being. What What is true for you? How do you say it? Like, what's your background? What have been your experiences? What do you know to be true? Not, not what does the Channel 9 News say is true or not what uh, Professor Tom or mum or dad, not what they say is true. What do you say is true? So, yeah, totally hearing you on that. And that just floods my body with a whole raft of memories of being there and experiencing that with you where you were posing that question to me. And, you know, it's it's so empowering. It's so vulnerable. It's so courageous. And starting to uncover what that truth is. And I believe that that truth also can change along the way. Um, as we take on different ideas or as we mature or go through different experiences and stories that that 
that also has its own flow and can change. Totally. Oh, this can go so – this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, before we go down that rabbit hole, let, can you just share with us all what's your business and who do you serve? Yeah, great. So, I run a program called the Inspirational Book Writers Retreat. Now, what we do is we take inspirational coaches, experts, consultants, and inspiring entrepreneurs away to paradise for a week and they they write their book in a week in that focus time. We then publish them because, you know, people often, you know, here's something interesting, Sam Riley. Did you know that there are 96 different tasks involved in publishing one book? Wow. I knew it was a lot, <laughs> but I didn't know it was 96. Yeah, um, we've... <laughs> we've just we've just been updating all our systems and it's come out at 96 so we take care of all of those because you know as a, as a coach or entrepreneur or a business owner you you want to do the thing that you bet you're great at and not the, the detail stuff necessarily so we take care of that for them we help them launch and, and publish their book and get it out to the world what I love yeah. about that is your giving the gift of coaches and, and and consultants and people who are really really good at what they do and know a real lot of stuff and you're just giving them the platform to be able to just get there and, and do it. You know, I know that Taki has always said to me, you know, some people are meant to be front-end people and some people are meant to be back-end people. And I'm back-end absolutely, oh, I hate it. I hate procedures. I hate systems. I hate all of that stuff. But let's be creative and write and talk and you know, I love all that stuff. So the gift that you give people like me is epic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. Totally. And, and, and like, you know, people, people like yourself have got something really valuable to say. And just because you don't like details, that's no reason why your message should not be heard. Like it is worthy and deserving and powerful and important to be heard. So I guess that's, that's what we're helping people do is bring the gold, bring the truth out of them, uh, bring out the powerful message and, and get it to their people. I love that. Absolutely love it. The message that I'm wanting to share through this, through this podcast, through this mm -hmm. show is that we've all got greatness within us. And by greatness, I mean our own unique mix of skills, of knowledge, of stories and of passion. So I'd love you to share the journey with us where you got to the point where you are now, where you are brave enough to make a stand, put yourself out there and serve the community as you are now. Mm, wow. Well, it was, it was quite a journey because I, um, yeah, like I, I was heading down quite a traditional career path. I did very well in school. I was school captain, captain all my sports teams, a very good speaker. And everyone was like, Mr. Thompson, you will be a barrister. Off to law school, you go, you know, like as if that was the only option. Right. Mm. And, you know, there's a lot of status that goes along with, with being a lawyer. And so I just followed that path, even though in my very, here's to get this very first day of law school, very first year, first subject, first class, I knew it wasn't the place for me. I walked into that law room and I was like, Ugh. have you ever walked into a place and you're like, Ugh, absolutely, not, absolutely. Not, not for me. That was me. So how long did it take you from that point of acknowledging that you knew that it was the wrong place to be to actually walking away from that? <laughs> That's the hilarious bit. It was, it, was, <laughs> it was actually seven years. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I followed through. I like – 
I finished the I finished the bachelor degree. I got fully qualified. I even worked in law, but I just kept finding reasons to avoid that inevitable self-examination that I knew I had to have. I like like I traveled the world and then what you know and then I'd come back and then I'd be like, "Oh, I'll study something else." And then I came back and it was all just trying to avoid the my truth and the truth for me was this is not the place for you, Dave. Like go somewhere else and what you know often when we avoid the truth the pain builds up so much and for me it really did i was working uh, in contracts for a big mining company just kind of ticking boxes you know did bob the builder deliver the three million bricks he said he would deliver in the month of april yes, yes. he did Tick the box. <laughs> you know, like yeah that was my life and i just got to this point where i was like I understand why people kill themselves now. Like I, I, I wasn't going to kill myself, but I understood. I'm like, right, this is why people do this because it's just so painful. And when I had that thought, I was like, yeah, time to time to make a move. Like this is this is serious. And that's that's when I got into coaching. Can I just touch on something you said there that Please. you knew that at day one that you didn't want to be there and you lasted seven years. Mm. Where's that line, or and this is your opinion? Where's that line between quitting and actually finishing what you said you would? Great question. I struggled with that for so long because it was installed in me from a very early age that when you say yes to something, you commit and you see it out, regardless of anything. Mm. You finish. You finish. I think. I think what I've learned is the line for me, anyway. It's there's an intuition that I use, and it's like, am I like, am, so when I went into the law room, I was there and I was like, oh, this doesn't feel good. Like, this is not, these are not my people. This is not vibing the way I want it to go. And more than that, and this is probably the big distinction in terms of how to tell. Yeah. I looked at people 30 or 40 years in front of me, like the partners at law firms, and I was like, I don't want to be you. I don't want to be you. So I think in terms of where where's the line, what I would suggest for people is you need to look at where your decision is taking you. Is it taking you to somewhere you want? You know, if you push through this and you stick to it and you complete it, is it taking you somewhere you want to go? Or is your intuition telling you just, just get out, just get out? I love that because – if you had have made that decision to, I'm going to say to finish up, not quit, because mm. it wouldn't have been quitting, it would have been finishing and closing that door so that you could then move on to what it was that you should have been doing. So, it's a really crazy distinction that you're right, that, and I'm the same. It's, you know, if you say you're going to do something, you follow through mm. because we, we're afraid of quitting, but mm. it's... Really, when you have that intuition and it feels right and you know that's where I'm heading, it's not actually quitting. It's it's the opposite, isn't it? Mm, mm, I totally hear you. I totally hear you. And I just want to add one other distinction there. Like, Please. You know, people have asked me, like, are you, like, are you angry or are you mad that you stuck with law for seven years? And the truth is that I'm actually not. I'm, I'm actually very grateful for that experience. And... I, I, I live by the saying now, don't try and make a right decision, but make your decisions right. Mm, I love that. 
So I decided to stay in law and I can honestly say with with full, complete alignment that I feel like I've made that a right decision. You know, I've, I've used that story within my new business. If people ask me what's, what was my background before book publishing, I say lawyer. Automatically, there's some authority and they, they feel they can trust because obviously there's a lot of words in law. Yes. So... Uh, I've I've made that decision right. I'm a ve- I'm glad that you said that because I'm a very big believer that we might not like everything that happens to us in our life, but I I truly believe this 100% that things happen to us for a reason and yes. they're not always the best things, but what you took out of that 7 years would very much have changed you as a person to the person that would have walked out on day 1. The person that you are now would be completely different to that other person. Absolutely agree. And I like, you know, this the theme of this show is about greatness. And I believe that that's a characteristic of of someone who is a great person. Absolutely. Um, As someone that takes responsibility for their actions, I believe Mm. as well. And going, you know, shit happened. It didn't, didn't work out so well. You know, it's a conversation I have a lot with people my age who've had marriage separations, which, you know, we all know that I have. And a lot of people walk away from their partner really despising them and really hating them. Mm. And I'm like, but you would have loved that person at one point. Otherwise, you wouldn't have got married, I'm assuming. Mm. And Mm. I don't regret the 20-year marriage that I had because otherwise I wouldn't have the three most amazing children that I have. So, it's just, okay, well, that it's a thing that happened and amazing things came out of it and it's just a different life now and I've moved on. Um, Yes. And it would be nice if more people could just sort of let things go and take the anger with them and, the, you know, that resentment and that hatred and just breathe through it. Oh, I could not agree with you more. I was listening to a Tony Robbins interview yesterday where he's talking about living in a beautiful state. And he said he says that he's not gonna, you know, if he gets frustrated or stressed, he's not gonna stay there more than ninety seconds, nine zero seconds. I'm oh. like, I'm like <laughs> Tony, Tony, you're the man, and yeah, yes, absolutely. I will take some of that. Yes, uh, yeah, I'm not quite at that. I I definitely can hold on to it more than ninety seconds. I haven't reached that status. <laughs> <laughs> However, I can let it go after a little bit longer than that. <laughs> yeah, well, he is the man, Tony Robbins. Absolutely, you know, so. he, you know he says he's not the guru, but <laughs> <laughs> so we got we got off topic, which is totally all me, and I get that. But you know, you finished your law degree and you you started working with coaches. How did it turn out to? I'm going to help people write a book in paradise. Yeah, that's a great story. So, I'd been in coaching uh, a handful of years and I'd built my my one-on-one practice up to a, a pretty good level. Like, I was, I was making fairly reasonable dollars and had a good client base and I was looking around. I was like, all right, what's the next step? What's the next level? Where do I take this? And I looked around, I looked around, I looked around and I was like, write a book. That's the next step. That's the next step to go from like kind of the beginner to the, all right, I'm a real person here with some real authority and, you know, this is me. So, I wrote my book and published it and then it launched and it did pretty well. Like I think I sold 500 hardcover copies in the first two or three months that it was out. And then, you know, so that did fine and my business did great off that. But what was more interesting was all my colleagues – saying to me, they're like, Dave, 
are you telling me that you wrote that book in one week and you had it published six weeks later? And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I did. And they're like, you got to teach me that. And I was just kind of, I wasn't really catching on. I was just like, oh, yeah, sure, you know, you know, like, oh, I'll help you out. Yeah, I can do that. And then the Visa cards start get, getting pulled out. They started getting waved. <laughs> I'm like, no, Dave, I'm serious. Teach me that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I had people like wanting to pay me for that advice. And I'd been, um, for, for about 12 months, I'd had this idea of taking people away to, North Stradbroke Island, which is uh, an island off the coast of Brisbane, Australia. And it's a place where I'd spent a lot of time growing up. Just a beautiful location right on the Coral Sea, just spectacular. Mm-hmm. And the thing, the thing had been, I didn't know, like for 12 months, I'd been like, yeah, I want to take people on retreat, but what are we going to do when we get there? I had no idea. And so when I started getting people asking me about the books, I was like, oh, got it. We're going away on retreat to write books. This is now a thing. And it just kind of, it just clicked in my head. I made a few phone calls, booked a venue, took a, took a deposit. I'm like, where away? And as they say in Hollywood, the rest is history. Absolutely. The rest is history. It's (laughs) chugging along for you. And it's so awesome to see the Spirit Cast family growing. Mm -hmm. I know it's the Spirit Cast network. I can't help it. I keep calling them family. You know, it's an amazing tribe of people that, that you've brought together. So, uh, thank you. Pleasure. So, how important has it been for you to build your personal brand to leverage the growth of that business? Look, I think it's the key. How important? It's the most important thing. You know, when I got into this, uh, into this, into this business, I soon recognized that it was the unique influence or the unique voice that I had that, that would be the voice that would stand out in the market. Right. So, so what I mean by that is like, if you go to market as an accountant or a coach or whatever you're doing, it's like, yeah, like almost like, so what? Like everyone's an accountant or everyone's a coach or, you know, same, same beige. I think you've vanilla, vanilla. Don't don't be vanilla. Don't be vanilla. And I realized very quickly that if, I presented my unique brand, like who I really was in the most authentic way I possibly could with all my quirks, with all my um, idiosyncrasies, with all my sayings, then that would be what would cut through. And, you know, that's, I guess that's, you know, that's part of the reason why when we jump on the podcast, the first thing I talk about is, you know, I was born on an island and I love coconuts. Yeah, and totally... You know, you just said that it's about the quirks and the idiosyncrasies and I think that it's a funny journey. For me, I hid those for so many years because I was a little bit embarrassed about them. You know, people used to pay me out when I was a bit younger because I laugh really loud and I know that I do. But now I'm just like, you know what? I love it that I laugh loud because I don't think people laugh enough. You know, it's okay to have one of my business values is fun. Who said that it has to be professionalism? Like, let's just just embrace who we really are. And those people that want professionalism and not loud laughing – or, you know, no quirks and idiosyncrasies, <laughs> they won't hang out with us and that's okay. <laughs> totally, totally. And, you know, I've gotten to the point where I'm so um, I'm so committed to putting out all the different aspects of who I am 
because you know if if you get someone who wants to be professional and you're all about the fun then it's just I don't know I've had those experiences where there's been a bit of a mismatch and it's just yes. not fun working with that person no um, you just cannot give your best work to someone that you're not congruent with and yeah. I've had that same feeling before where you're just thinking why do I feel like I'm dropping the bundle I'm smarter than this I'm better at my job than this and yeah. it's realizing that it's actually not you it's that you're working with the wrong person and totally. it's Allowing yourself to let that person go so that they can go and find someone that they can work with better is what I believe we need to be doing because that we're letting them go to allow them to be even better. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's the big reason why we build a personal brand is personal brand helps you qualify prospects and work with the people who you're going to rock with. You know, like when we go on retreat, we have like healthy, you know, you've experienced it. It's like paleo, really clean eating, local produce, like healthy as, lots of lots of juice, lots of smoothies. And, you know, we're at the beach. If someone doesn't like the beach, if someone like just wants to eat macaroni and cheese for, you know, four meals a day, yeah. like we're probably not a fit. No, it, it's not going to work. And, and the vibe of the group will just not be there at all either. Totally. So, you're also protecting the rest of your clients by making sure that the people that you're bringing together all work together. Absolutely. And I see it like a campfire. So, if you can imagine bringing your clients to a campfire and having them, you know, what's a campfire? It's a meeting place to share great ideas, to tell stories, to connect and you want people, you want the right people there. So, you know, personal brand linking into being selective about uh, who gets to join the tribe. Yes, I love that. So, you've said that, you know, building your personal brand has been absolutely 100% what it was that took your business where it is now. So, mm. what has been the three most important things or the three, the three things that you believed gave your personal brand the most leverage? Oh, I would have to say the first thing was my podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, when I started my coaching business in 2011, uh, a couple of months in, we launched the Living Outrageously podcast, which is actually still available on iTunes. It was, yeah, it was so, so big for my personal brand because it, and it's not so much that it was a, Look, I'll just summarize the three things. The, the things that had the biggest impact for me was my podcast, yep. my book, my book, yes, and and the content that that I share through Facebook. Like, and when I say content, I mean like photos, short videos, and and short written posts. You know, the first two, the podcast and the book, they had the biggest impact because I just feel they're two really important authority pieces. You put a podcast with a book and go to market and go, hey, guys, this is what my business is about. This is our message. Here, you can check it out via podcast for free. Yes. And if you want some more, you can get this book and it's only a couple of bucks on Kindle or, you know, 20, 20, 30 bucks to get the paperback. It's like a real easy way for people to check you out. Totally. So, I, those, those would be the things I would say. I love it that you said that the podcast and the book were, were your one and two. Mm. Um, and I'd love to touch on that briefly in that that's kind of your authority piece, correct? Yes, yes, yeah. Who gave you permission 
to say that you were an authority in that space? <laughs> well, this, it was me. It was me. And, you know, we know each other so well, which is why I asked it that yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. No, I totally get you. I, I, get, I, I picked me. The reason I, I wanted you to say that is because I just get so frustrated with so many people saying, but who am I? Yeah. But no one hands us a certificate and says you're now an expert or you're now an authority or now you're the, the you know, the, the guru of your niche or whatever it is that you want to call it. Uh-huh. It has to be that decision made by yourself, right? Totally. And I feel I was fortunate to understand. The way I came to understand that point was I'd just gone through seven years of law school, which was all about ticking the boxes and getting certificates. Mm-hmm. And I got to the end of that and I was like, these bits of paper, they, they don't mean anything to me. Like, I mean, sure, they mean something to other people and I can, you know, get a job ticking boxes, you know, checking whether Bob has delivered his bricks this month or not and ticking off the contract. But to me personally, it had about as much meaning as a serviette at a dinner party, you know. Yeah. So, at the time, you got to pick you, just straight up. you got to pick you. If you don't pick you in business – it's very unlikely anyone else will pick you. Oh, amen. So, oh, I loved hearing someone else say, I'm constantly saying to my clients, if you don't back yourself, how can you expect anyone else to back you? Totally. And that's what I did with the Living Outrageously podcast. I made a very conscious decision. I'm like, right, going absolutely all in with this. I'm going to let rip to the full extent of my capabilities. Here we go. You want Dave Thompson? Here he is. Ba-bam. And I've never told you this, so I'll share it with you now. The very first time you ever came on my radar was on the Living Outrageously podcast. I don't know how. We weren't even friends on Facebook at that time. I just stumbled upon it and I distinctly (laughs) remember the episode because you said, Oh, my lovely brand new girlfriend, Susan, has just walked into the room and I will never forget it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's live, right? Like that was, that's a, that's a big thing. I just, it's all of me. Like stuff happens. The dog comes in, you know, you spill your cup of tea while you're podcasting. Your partner comes in. Like it's live. You got to roll with it. That's life. And people, people connect with real. So. And, yeah. you know, and going back and just tying that to what you said about your quirks and your idiosyncrasies and attracting your tribe, I listened to that podcast and thought, oh, I like this guy. He's <laughs> 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 so fun. That's awesome. <laughs> so, and, you know. And that's the, whole, that's the whole thing, right? Like I've had people that have said to me that have watched that exact episode and they've been like, yeah, I didn't like it. And I'm like, great. That's, a, that's just an opt out for them. Absolutely. And I'm totally cool with that. Well, we can't keep everyone happy all of the time. Um, That's right. And you've got to be okay with that. And if you're not okay with it, you just have to be okay, not okay with it in private. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well said. Well said. So I'd I'd love you to share what's exciting you most in your business right now. Ooh, we have a lot of growth going on. We, we have, well, we're on retreat next week, in fact, with our, our, our new group, and then we have another one coming up in October. I'm Probably the most exciting thing that's on the horizon right now is new venues. 
So it's always been a thing that I've wanted to take people to different places around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've been going to North Stradbroke Island for the last two years and we'll continue to go there. Uh, but it's looking, it's like 99% certain that at the end of this year we will have a snowy mountains retreat. Lovely. So pretty excited about that one. That'll be beautiful. Just as beautiful as uh, Straddy, but in a different way. Totally, totally. Different type of mountain energy, if you will. Yes. Very reflective and still. It's interesting. I'm, we're attracting a lot of uh, a lot of men for that one. Ah, interesting. Yeah, they just seem to be, you know, wanting that mountain. Yeah, a bit of a mountain oh, yeah. man feel. Type yeah, a more grounded kind of experience. Yes, love that. Okay, let's let's wrap it up. Cool. And let's call do- in like really Guru Dave here. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. If there was one piece of advice that you wish someone had shared with you at the beginning of your business journey, what would it be? Learn to sell. Learn to sell. That would have been the first. Pe- that would have been. That would have really helped me. I was fortunate in that I'd been studying marketing and you know authority and credibility um, type you know podcasting and uh, content. I'd been studying that for a long time, so I was al- already kind of around that. Mm-hmm. If someone if someone didn't understand that piece, I'd be like, "Oh, you've got to be all over it. You've got to have a way to get your message out." But yes. fortunately, I already had that. The next piece for me was, yeah, I just wish someone had said. Here's some stuff about and what's selling? Selling is influence, you know, influence to to make make the purchase and take the next step. I didn't quite grasp that until about twelve months in, and that's when start things started to happen. Interesting that you said it took twelve months because I did another interview the other day and someone said the same thing. Wow, he, he didn't do it for the first twelve months and then realized that he he wasn't actually he he was in the mindset of pushing his product out. But 12 Mm. months in when he realized that he was just doing a value exchange because by him selling, he was actually providing something that that prospect really, really needed, that's when everything in his business started to change. And that's the feeling that I get from you too. It's not- Totally. I totally understand that you're saying, you know, you need to sell because if you can't sell, you don't have a business, it's just a hobby and it's not cool not being able to pay your rent and live on the road. Yes. Um, but understanding the value exchange and not just making a quick buck. Totally. It's such a big piece. Like, because it's just fair exchange. It's like, I'll give you this energy, I'll provide this service, you feel like it's a great deal and I'll receive energy back. Yes. And when, pe- when people can get that, that it, that it is an energy exchange, everything transforms. Absolutely. I totally, totally agree. And... Oh, I understand that energy exchange with you and, you know, mm-hmm. we, we've done a bit together and I love working with you and, and being part of the Spiritcast family and love everything you do. So, what's the best way for my listeners to stay connected with you? Awesome. So, uh, at the moment, the best way is to find me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you just go into Facebook and, and type Dave Thompson, uh, you'll you'll find me there. We'll link it all uh, in the notes. Yeah, for sure. And and if anyone wants to find out about the how to write a book or um, take a look at the Book Writers Retreat, uh, the website is www.inspirationalbookwritersretreat.com.au. Beautiful. 
Thank you so much, Dave. It's been a pleasure as always to chat to you. I am glad that we managed to keep it on topic because sometimes you and I can go in crazy, <laughs> crazy directions. <laughs> tangents all over the place. Very, that was great. Yeah. Well, the tangents that we did take, people, is a lot less than the tangents, Dave, and I normally take. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so, so much for providing so much value today and thank you for being on the show. My pleasure, Sam. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Unlimited Influence Podcast. You'll find the show notes over at theaccelerantgroup.com. It's your time to shine.